up, everybody? Welcome back to the Seven Figure Flipping Podcast. This is Bill Allen, and today I'm going to talk about your mind and how powerful of a thing it is. And it can be used for good or evil. It's up to you to decide which. My name is Bill Allen, and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast is our playbook. All right. I hope the intro was uh, interesting enough for you guys to listen. So today I'm going to talk about what I did this weekend. So um, pretty quick podcast today, but I got the opportunity to spend the weekend with a bunch of Cub Scouts. And... My son, Will, he's six years old. He's in the first grade and he's a tiger cub. And I was a cub scout when I was a kid. I was an eagle scout actually. And I spent a lot of time with my dad in the woods camping and going on canoeing trips and all kinds of really fun stuff. For the last year and a half or so, Will has been a cub scout. I've been the, one of the den leaders helping out with some of the other scouts. And this is the first time we got outside of our home, got to go camping and do an event together. We've had some meetings. We did a virtual um, camp out last summer where we pitched a tent in our backyards and all got on Zoom and did some activities together. This is the first time we really got to connect, get together and go camping. So we went camping in at Boxwell Reservation here in Nashville. It's actually in Lebanon, if you're uh, familiar with the area. And it's a big scout camp. And there's not a lot of people that are going out there to to camp out right now. And it was just uh, pretty much us and a few other people during the day, but we were some of the only people camping overnight. We showed up on Friday evening. We went to dinner as a family. And then we went on Friday evening, packed up all of our stuff. I got a new tent because I busted ours last year. Will and I went out and got there after dark. So we got there after dark, we set up the tent. We got the sleeping bags all out rolled out. I got Will a warmer sleeping bag because it was forecasted to be about 32 degrees each night and in the 60s during the day. So beautiful days, very clear. The uh, cold air was going to come down. There was no clouds or anything to hold in any heat from the ground. All the heat was going to escape and get cold at night. So we spent, it was probably 35 to 40 of us. So, uh, and it was a family camping out. Uh, camping weekend. So there were moms and dads and uh, brothers and sisters and things like that that came. It was just me and Will from our family. There's just too much to take our little babies. We have a three-year-old and a four-year-old and my wife and uh, 32 degrees with James and Lucas just wasn't going to fly or Lucy for that matter. Uh, so I got Will a warmer sleeping bag because his sleeping bag just wasn't going to handle the temperatures either. I have a, you know, a down sleeping bag, that mummy bag that can take down to 20 degrees or so. And we got all set up. We got the fire was going. It was a challenge to set up the tent that night, but we got it all set up. And one thing you don't think about when you go camping is charging your phone. So I didn't have an extra battery or any of that stuff. So I was able to kind of unplug for the weekend and spend time with Will. And I'm sharing all this because I want to share some of the lessons that I learned and being an entrepreneur and a, and a father of three and running multiple businesses and all the things that are going on. And I know that you're all going through the same thing right now. Um, if you've got a full-time job, you've got a business on the side, you've got a family, all of these things. So we got everything set up that night was, it was cold. The first night, I think it got down to 34 and it was cold. Will woke up a couple times, daddy, I'm, I'm a little bit cold. I got him a nice sleeping bag. So he, and we I put a couple layers, gave him a hat and all that stuff. And he didn't complain much throughout the evening. 
the next morning woke up, we were both kind of cold. We layered up, we got out and went over and sat by the fire. I did all the cooking for the week, the weekend with the scouts made breakfast. I was making pancakes and bacon and all this stuff and just kind of hanging out, uh, chatting and getting to know some folks that I've never seen without a mask on. I didn't really recognize some of the folks without the mask on at the meetings that we had in my office or in the church. And we just were outside, you know, spread out around the fire, just having fun, catching up and talking. And I had the opportunity to talk about business, talk about life, just kind of spend some time. We went hiking, we went fishing, we did an obstacle course, we talked about weather, we did skits, we had some free time, we played freeze tag, we played sharks and minnows, we saw some deer, other animals, some tracks, droppings, all that stuff. Three, three people got, had ticks the next day, like all of the stuff that we were learning that was taking me back to when I was a kid. I got my Eagle Scout when I was 15 years old. My dad told me that in order to get my driver's license, I'd have to get my Eagle Scout. So I did that right about 15 and three quarters. So I get my learner's permit and start driving. He also made me te uh, teach him how did the internal combustion engine worked and the brake system. So that's kind of the world that I grew up in, the regime that I grew up in. And I, I think it was great. I'm, I love the fact that Will loved it. He looked at me a couple times throughout the weekend and just said, Daddy, thank you so much for bringing me here. This is amazing. I'm really having a lot of fun. On the way there, he asked for his iPad to watch on the car. I said, it's an hour car ride. He goes, how am I going to get through an hour car ride without my iPad? I said, well, we'll play some games. And so he didn't ask me for that the whole time. He was playing with the other kids, just having a great time. And this podcast is more about me than it is about him and us as entrepreneurs and the way that we think. Because throughout that weekend, I was able to really kind of unplug, but I, I was fighting it. I mean, there was, my phone was dying. It was almost dead. I put it in the car for a few hours and I could feel myself reaching in my pocket for that phone and check my email or see if something's up. Like right now, my phone's buzzing. I can see it out of the corner of my right eye as I get, do this podcast. It's lighting up. People are sending me text messages and, and Facebook messages and all these notifications are popping off, right? And it's become something that's very challenging for us to unplug from. And it's because of what's in our head and our mind. And I, I go back to the cold. It was really cold. The second night, 32 degrees. Will was, I could tell it was his mindset going into it. I was actually more comfortable the second night. I had long johns on and I was standing up. Going, I said, it's actually not as cold as it was the night before, but it was actually three or four degrees colder than it was the previous night. I think it was... I might've said 34, I think it was 36 the first night and 32 the second night when I looked at my phone. But it felt like it was in the 40s the second night because it was the way that my mind was set it up. I, I knew that I could handle it and it was no problem. And, and if you put yourself in the, in the mindset and the frame of mind that it's not gonna work, it's not gonna be good, it's gonna be cold, and you think about that and think about that, it becomes reality. So your mind is a very powerful thing and how you use it is important. So the cold was one thing. If, if we're going to be cold and we're going to be miserable, then we're going to be miserable. If we go into it saying we're having a lot of fun, we're having a great time, this is going to be great, then it becomes great and we can make it that way. So that was the one, the one thing. The other thing was to unplug. And I saw some other parents who were sitting around the campfire and stuff and they were kind of on their phone or not, not connecting, not talking to other people, not necessarily being as social as they could be and ask people what they did or tell me about your family or where'd you grow up. And I really learned a lot from all the other folks that, and built connections there. And that's one thing that we're missing right now in society, the world, everything that's going on with the pandemic is the connection is missing. And I think we're all really missing it. Introverts, extroverts, all that stuff. So this weekend taught me a lot of lessons and I really enjoyed it. I actually got to come home from a scout camp, put help, 
my wife put the babies down for nap and get them lunch. And then I jumped on the tractor in the farm behind our house and was able to till about a quarter acre of our, of our land there to get ready to start planting some produce and crops this, uh, this Saturday. So I was able to unplug even more. I just like, kind of left my phone in the house and went out there and, and sat on the tractor for two hours. And it was just really nice to do that. I haven't done that for a long time. I think we all are challenged and battle this of being plugged in, like moving fast, the technology and everything that we have, and, and then living our lives and being free to, to have some downtime. And what I, what I realized this weekend was that downtime was necessary for me. It was necessary for me to, to think about what's next, to come up with the big ideas, the planning, and get out of the weeds. I was out of the weeds. I was more up in altitude at that point and thinking about the future and what's next from time to time. And stop thinking about all the little mundane tasks that need to happen or to-dos and things like that. And I probably missed some stuff, but it was freeing to not have to be plugged in. I mean, some people were messaging me on Friday and Saturday and didn't get a response till Sunday afternoon or today on Monday. And it's just because I, my phone was dead. I didn't have it. I, I was conserving battery power. I needed it for a flashlight, all of those things. And giving myself permission to do that and being okay with it was really important to me. So... Being able to relax also made me rejuvenated and excited. And even somebody today was like, you look tired. I was like, hey, I'm tired. I got four or five hours of sleep each night on Friday and Saturday. And then on Sunday, I was on the tractor for a while. I fell asleep on the couch at eight o'clock on Sunday night. I just was tired. And I am tired. I'm tired right now, but I feel refreshed. My body and my mind feel refreshed and they feel full and ready to take over and continue doing the work that needs to be done this week. And I'm gonna to continue to do that same thing and find those ways to unplug and relax and unwind. So I guess this is just a reminder to you to not work seven days a week, 24 hours, to really think about what your life, work-life balance is. And this year's word for me, as I told you on, I don't know, January 1st or 2nd was balance. And it is balance. It's, it's for me, it's figuring out, finding that, that happy medium, that yin and that yang, that balance for me this year. And this was a big step towards that. So if this is nothing more than an update for you guys on my journey and balance this year, and I know if I can unplug for the weekend, so can you. And I'm excited to do this a couple days a week, uh, each week going forward and taking some vacations and spending that time with the family and, uh, and, and doing it right. So your mind is what sets you up for that. The way that you go in, the intention that you go into things is really important. So the cold was in, in my son's mind and everybody else's mind and my mind. And when I said, I'm not that cold, I wasn't that cold. The ability to unplug, to put the phone down, to really detach from it and not let it call me and, and say, hey, you know, I'm over here, I'm over here, I'm over here. If you've ever watched The Social Dilemma, you know exactly what I'm talking about. They're trying to get my attention to pull me back into that device to live in there. And I didn't live in there this weekend and it felt really good. And then to relax, relax, open up your mind and see what, see what's there, see what happens, see what comes in, what kind of big ideas, what's the next, you might see that thing that you've been trying to figure out the solution for weeks and weeks and weeks and it just happens. And I got an idea when I was on the tractor and I can implement it this week. It was really cool to have that. And I need, you need to slow down to speed up sometimes. So that's it for today. Hopefully that, uh, that helps some of you. And, um, and I hope to see at you know, some of our events or some of the things that we're doing, or I'm going to continue this conversation throughout the year of really figuring, finding my balance and, and sharing the journey with you. And I, you know, there's nothing better than connecting with your, your, little, your little boy, your six-year-old, and going out in the woods. And I miss that. It's probably been, I don't know, almost 
20 years, 25 years since I've gotten to go on a scouting event, a camp out, a backpack, a hike, all that stuff uh, for the whole weekend and not just one day or a couple hours. So if you guys are watching the video, probably check out my awesome new shirt of multifamily live. And I want to remind you guys that I'm speaking at this event and this is, we set it up such that it would fit into people's schedules. We did a Thursday afternoon and a Friday morning. So it wouldn't be impacting the weekend. It wouldn't be anything that takes away from your family time. It's regular working hours and that you can join us. So I'm going to be a speaker at that event, helping co-host it. And I'm really excited about it. So it's coming up in just a couple of days. If you guys haven't got your tickets, uh, go grab your tickets, mfvirtualsummit.com. It's hundred percent free and uh, invited 12 different speakers to give away their knowledge about uh, multifamily investments. I know some of you are trying to move in that direction and uh, want to be able to have the opportunity to help you get there. It's all for me. It's all about financial freedom, being able to do this stuff, unplug from my, um, my business, all the things that I need to do to be able to go sit on the tractor and go out with my family. So um, I realize that I'm talking about unplugging and I'm also inviting you to a summit, but it should be during your normal working hours. And then you have your weekend to spend your time with your family. Even we're done at one o'clock on Friday afternoon. So mfvirtualsummit.com check it out and uh just thanks for letting me share this message with you hopefully there's something in there that resonates with you if it does take a screenshot share it i think there's a lot of people inside and outside of real estate that need to hear these kind of things about unplugging unwinding relaxing and uh and to get in their mind right getting their mindset right and going into something uh, intentionally and knowing uh being positive going into it it's going to be positive coming out all right we'll see you guys on the next podcast bye what if you could raise $500,000 of private capital in the next 30 days to fund your real estate deals? How would that change your business? How would that change your life? I've put together a 30-day challenge that will walk you through how to get access to all the private funding you'll ever need at incredibly low interest rates on your terms when you need it. It's called the 500K Challenge. This is the same system I've used to raise over $15 million the past few years. And you're not just going to learn how to raise it. You're going to actually start finding this money yourself within the next 30 days as you go through the challenge. This is the single most important skill any real estate investor needs to have, whether you're flipping houses, buying multifamily properties, wholesaling, or anything else. Jump in and start raising private money now at 500kchallenge.com. I'll see you guys on the inside.